Hey everybody, welcome to Garage Talk. Let's go. You're here with Conrad, and as always, the man next to me. I'm Ted. Let's rock and roll. All right, and today we have uh, a, a very qualified individual who, uh, he, he's the guy over at Oak Hill that gets uh, the baseball and softball season going, correct? Correct. Correct. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Nick. This is Nick Roth, our guest. So this is my second year of um, being the president out there. Okay. Um, so we got a lot of good people over there to help us, and our board has been very good to us. So um, we've had a been lucky. You know, we got nice facilities because of the people before us and the people that are still there. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it uh, it takes a village. Absolutely, it takes a village. About so, how many kids do you have, Nick? Um, <clears throat> this is one of our largest years, actually. Um, I would say we this year have close to between the baseball and softball, um, probably four hundred kids. Oh, not man. counting our junior high, that is actually part of us. Really? So yeah, we okay. we we fund the junior high through us. Okay. Um, you know. Shane Edwards, the varsity coach, does mm-hmm. take care of that for the most part of picking the coach and handling all that, but it is funneled through us also. So. Okay, well, that, that's good. That That's key, I think, when your varsity coach is involved. Absolutely. Now, the girls softball coaches. Yeah, he, well. he's the involved too. Um, he doesn't do – I mean, he helps with the junior high and stuff, obviously. Um, so, he um, he does a good job too, Ben Johnson. Well, that's good. The more the merrier when it comes to baseball and softball kicking uh, off. Absolutely. So you said uh, earlier that uh, your opening day is Monday. Correct. So. Hopefully. It hopefully. Looks, we- weather doesn't look great, yeah. but, yeah, that's the yeah. goal is the opening day is Monday. It's, it's crazy. It's it's hotter than Hades today, and Monday it's going to be, what, rainy and cold? Like 55 yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's Indiana. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. that's <laughs> – you know, you know, you said something about Shane Edwards a minute ago, and I've got a son that plays varsity baseball, and Shane really impressed me the other day because we played Oak Hill. <clears throat> One of their players struck out, gave a look to the umpire, slammed his bat on the ground. Shane left the third base coaching box. The umpire thought he's coming to him, and Shane looked down and said, "I'm not coming to you." He walked behind the umpire and told that kid, he said, you play the game the right way. And you love to see that. Yeah, Shane does a great job. I mean, <clears throat> he he has learned, like, we're going to respect, you know, the authority out there. And whether you agree with the call or not, you're not going to show him up. Right. And that's good. Very good. Uh, what percentage of those calls do you agree with? Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it's we're so critical of umpires, but yet I'm not doing that job. No, nope, nope, nope. Like I said, <laughs> I make five mistakes before I get out of bed every morning. Um, tell us a little bit about the behind the behind the scenes uh, uh, process to get softball and baseball off the ground 
Um, <clears throat> we usually start reelecting our board as far as, you know, we check to see who wants to come back from the previous year. If we have any openings, we let people know. Um, and that happens about November, December. And then um, we start registration pretty much there in January. We open up our online registration, um, <clears throat> close it in February, and then we will have a um, draft and tryouts the first week, second week of March, right before spring break. Um, so we, our teams are set before we go to spring break. <clears throat> so then when we come back from spring break, we start practicing, and we're ready to roll. So when, when you say tryouts, you, you have like a skills assessment? Yeah, so basically um, what we do is if you're moving up or have moved in mm -hmm. to Oak Hill, um, we have to tell you you need to come try out. And it's a limited tryout. We just kind of throw a few balls to them, see their arms, see how they can catch, see how they can field. And it's usually in a gym because it's the 1st of March. Right, right. Um, then we have them swing and hit off a tee if they're the younger group for like the 8U just to see a swing. Um, and then your 10 and 12U, we will pitch to them in the cage. You know, just here's five pitches. Let's see it. Um, yeah. Softball is the same way. You know, younger group just hit off a tee. Older group, here's a few pitches. And then then we basically, we have all the coaches there. Yeah. We go straight to a classroom because it's usually at the high school. Yeah. Um, and do our draft right then. So it's, here's tryout, draft. Next group's in. They're doing tryout. They do the draft. It's it's about a five-hour day, Oh yeah. but, yeah, yeah. you know, boys, girls, boys, girls. So, if you have multiple coaches, like I coach a 10U and a 12U, so I can still do both, and, yeah. you know, and we get it ready, and it's it's good. Um, you know, you keep your kids that are coming back, and mm -hmm. you draft whatever's left, and so it's a good process. Some of, the, some of the coaches would make draft day fun because they would come in there with a legal pad, and they had already – I mean, they had notes from last season <laughs> – Yep. You know, and if they and if they didn't if they didn't recognize the kid, they would they would pick by shirt size. <laughs> okay, he's an adult large. I want him. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 We. I mean, I'm on. I've been coaching forever, um, and um, my my oldest is 15. So when he was six, I moved. He started going to school at Oak Hill in kindergarten. And um, so that's when I started coaching out there. Well, I started, when I started drafting kids, it was just like you'd watch a tryout. You know, you'd see, okay, I don't know that much about this kid. Let me look. But also it was like, oh, I know his mom and dad. Yeah. That's a good family. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want, I'm not only drafting a kid when I'm coaching, but I'm drafting their family is how mm -hmm. I look. I'd rather have a kid that's okay with good parents and a good structure mm -hmm. versus a kid who's just amazing and horrible attitude, horrible family, because that ruins the whole team. So I want to have families that like to hang out together, like to have a good time, you know, and aren't going to be yelling at me, not yelling at the umpires. And, you know, and I'm going to try to teach the best I can to the kid the skills of baseball. So, yeah, that's exactly it. That's key. I mean, that's how many board members do you guys have? We have, um, I think it's 13 now, wow. um, board members, if I'm thinking correctly. Um, i trying to remember if it's 13 or 11 with two honorary as our head, Shane and Ben Johnson, as the okay. softball coaches, non-voting right. members. Is, okay. Um, I think that's actually what it is, 13 counting those two. Um, so, 
you know, Ben doesn't make it a lot. Um, he's busy. I mean, he coaches every sport. He's right. a youth pastor. I mean, he's hardly okay. there. But um, Shane comes as much as he can when mm-hmm. he is not busy on a Sunday. Because usually our board meetings are on a Sunday night when we get together. And right. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but it's nice to have that input from my high school baseball coach who, it's his program. I mean, you know, this is his feeder program. And he's helping us make the right decisions, what he uh-huh. would like to see. So, um, I believe that wholeheartedly that when the varsity coaches at any sport, any level, you know, they are looking what's below them to make their kids better yeah. and help coaches be better. We always have a, um, a coaches meeting with Shane um, and coaches. We tell him, Hey, come and he will show them drills and you can ask him anything and he will tell you, well, this is what I would do. If you, you know, we've had guys ask, what kind of stuff do you do for catchers? You know, and Shane was a catcher, I believe, in high school and college. And, um, you know, so he has drills for him. He's like, this is what I would do. You know, you ask about pitching and things like that. And so it's great that he's involved and guys have questions to ask him and he's there to answer. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wish and I and I and I and the board I was on, I really wanted to keep data on all the kids that are playing and cuz I don't think they're I think I think they're lost when they get to middle school. Yeah. Um the numbers go down drastically. Uh I think it's 70 70% of kids stop playing sports by the age of 13. I believe that. And I, I know like our numbers this year we have 9 8U baseball teams. So nine, that's the most we've ever had. That, and that's 10 kids on a team. So you're talking 90 kids in 8U baseball. In our um, 10U, we have 55 kids. We have five teams of 11. But then you go to the next one, it's 50 kids, but, which is up a little bit for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it seems like every year you go from a big number in your 9U, because we usually have seven, eight teams. Then it drops off to five or six teams in 10U. Mm-hmm. And it kind of drops off to four and 12U. You know, it's still good numbers based off of what I've heard from other leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just like, why, why do they stop playing in 8U to get to 10U? You know, and you're right. And then when it gets to junior high, you've got like 15, 20 kids that play, and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's-, <laughs> and that's two classes playing, you know. Yeah. So you, you got to combine a team. Yeah. And that, that's hard. It's. You know, I remember back when I played, you know, I played Little League at Marion. There were probably 24 teams at the time. So you had 12 in the National League, 12 in the American League. And I came over to Gas City and played, we called it a Pony League, which is yep. what, Babe Ruth now? Correct. <laughs> there, there were at least 10 teams, and they always split it up, National League, American League. But it uh, the way I think it is, it's it's the electronics. Yeah, you know, there's too much to do. Yeah, you know, we were talking before about travel, baseball, travel, Mm -hmm. basketball, travel, soccer. I mean, all that travel, volleyball, and the softball side. I mean, all that is just huge now. Where you know it gets to where kids, I think, get burnt out, and parents get burnt Mm -hmm. out, and they just tell them, "We'll make a choice what you want to do," which is sad, Mm -hmm. you know. But I understand it too as a parent of four. I mean, yeah. But you know, I try to. Mike, tell my kids, do what you want. And if you don't want to do something, you're going to do something, though. You're not mm-hmm. going to sit around. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, 
So you don't have to play a sport, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we will find something else for you to do. Exactly, and that's because actually I talked to a, a parent a couple weeks ago. Their son is a very, very good baseball player, very good soccer player. He could probably go to college and play either sport. But I think he's getting burnt out. Yep. He's a senior, and it just. And that's the travel world, the travel yes. sport world. Mm-hmm. It is. And that's and that's I, expensive, too. Yeah. It's very expensive. Um, I, I've seen where, uh, you know, this is just my opinion. I don't think that the numbers declining in the rec league are due to travel. Uh, I, I, think, I think they're declining because of the options. And travel is just a... Uh, another outlet. I, I so rec league. I try and explain to people, rec league is a lot of volunteers. If you want that coach to coach, have a one practice every day, you came to the wrong organization because it's very hard. That that guy is volunteering an hour, or that that lady is volunteering an hour away from their family. Yep, and, and to. To have that expectation of hey, they need to practice every day, um, is is over the moon, and I, I truly think you know if you want that kind of dedication, then you, you should probably start saving your pennies and go to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, we you know, and, and on the baseball softball side, we only have so much field time. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had five practices that were I was scheduled to have since the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Last Wednesday was my first time to practice with my 10U and my 12U team. I had one optional batting practice because there was a Sunday we got like 60 degrees, and I was like, hey, anyone wants to come, come. Mm-hmm. But because of rain, because of snow one Saturday, yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, I canceled every practice, and – you know, it was 30 degrees, and I had a 9 o'clock practice. I wasn't doing that to kids. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. they're not going to pay attention, so why do it? Right. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, some parents can be mad at me if we start the season 0-4 because we haven't done anything. Right. But you know what? There was no place to practice. Right. And, you know, I'm going to work with these kids throughout the season as much as I can. We'll mm-hmm. go to the cage before every game and hit, you know. Yep. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. If you want practice every day or every other day, pay the – Thousands of dollars well, it cost. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. To go I've, to the travel league. I've had altercations where I was like, you know, 15 minutes a day out in the backyard with your child goes a long way. Yeah. It, you, and, can, you can always tell. Yeah, you that's the other problem. Parents don't, they want to push it off to that coach, mm-hmm. that volunteer, you know, well, you should be taking care of my kid. No, you know, if you want your kid to be and you think they're as good as they are, then work with them at home mm-hmm. because the mom or dad that goes out and plays catch with their kid just catch makes your kid better. And yes. you can always tell, like you said, which ones are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and I understand it's hard. I mean, there's so many single parent homes these days. Absolutely. You know, mom might not know a lot about the sport. No parent homes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Well, how many kids are being raised by their grandparents? Cake's done. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's like you said, you know, you, when you draft kids, you know, you look at, well, they've got a pretty good family. So it, it, that's a big key as well also. And you mentioned about you, you do online registration. You know, I know over here we have an issue with a lot of these kids that are raised by grandparents, and they're not 
yep. technology savvy. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of the times they don't get signed up. That's why Conrad used to get calls at three o'clock in the morning. Hey, can I sign my kid up? Season uh, starts tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the hardest thing for me to do is I don't like turning kids away. But when the season starts tomorrow, we've already ordered jerseys to, to get to get a one off jersey. It's like three times more expensive yep. than ordering 15 jerseys yep. and, and trying to explain that. Yeah. You, you mean you don't have a, you don't have a spare jersey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and we do that too. We, we have a cutoff mm-hmm. and we look at our numbers and we're like, okay, we're still two months away from the season, you know, from even practicing. Yeah. Let's extend it some more. Mm-hmm. And that's why we start so early in January of signups, because it allows us to keep extending. But yeah. then we say this is a hard cutoff. Now, we doesn't mean we won't add kids, right. you know, because, okay, we're two kids short in 10U baseball, or we're two kids short in 12U softball. Like, let's see. We'll put it out there saying, hey, we have a couple spots left. Let's see. You know, and we advertise that on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And you'll get those kids, hopefully. Yeah. Just to even the numbers out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, if we turn in our shirt order, you know, we're dealing with that now with the people. And, you know, you hate to say it, but the COVID is still the problem with yep. all these orders because I got a call from our shirt people, um, All Things Custom, over in Sweetser. And she was like, hey, you guys ordered a few more shirts that weren't on our original list. Like, I don't know that we can get them. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. we can't get youth hats that are, you know, that are this color. And I'm like, okay, let's figure out what we need to do. And you know, but you're right. It's shirts don't grow on trees and we just no, don't have them laying around. You're right. Yep. And the $10 shirt you bought is now $35. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the, it's the little, the little details, the behind the scenes. Like, you know, I try to explain to people, Hey, we got to schedule umpires. We, we got to order chalk to line the fields. We've got to order new infield dirt. You know, all this stuff has to be done just, just so we can, Make our field look these. These kids really don't care if they're playing with uh, four baseball gloves for bases, right? But you know, we want to make it as authentic to the game as possible, and and having the people there to do the footwork, which Ted he can attest, he, he's done a lot. Um, it's time consuming. Absolutely, very. It's so. How do you stop the volunteers from beating down your door? <laughs> I'll let you know if that ever happens. <laughs> okay. You know, we have been lucky at Oak Hill. I mean, we have had a good board. We've had, you know, coaches that stepped up. We had a work day um, beginning of April just to try and clean up the fields, get them ready. And um, we probably had close to 20 people that showed up, brought their kids too and stuff just to clean up. Yeah. And, you know, it was great. Um, you know, we had a work day today, and we probably had 10 people out there, you know, helping and you know, it was a Saturday that's 85 degrees, yeah. and people, you know, the home at home, we had a varsity baseball game and a varsity softball game, you know, and we still had some people that showed up. And, good. and it was great, you know, but if you don't have those people, and we've had our years where it's like the same three or four guys right, doing right. stuff mm-hmm. or, or girls, and it gets old, you know, but it is nice when you have the volunteers. Well, you guys do have a nice facility over there. Appreciate it's that. Really? Yes. It's actually staying and everything. It's just, Top of the line. And, and also, we've hosted um, state tournaments mm-hmm. through town and country out at the high school. They let us use that softball, that really? turf field. Like last year, we hosted the 10U 
um, semi-state. And wow, they want us to use that if it is available. And nice. so we had it out there, and we had teams come in, and they're like, our kids will never play on anything this nice yeah. the rest of their life, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's great to work with the high school and, you know, the athletic director out there, Ryan Fagan, because um, he's always like, hey, if it's open, we want you guys to use it. You know, yeah, it's that's just awesome. So yeah, it's been great. That's now you got a new baseball facility too, right? Uh, yeah, I uh, went I out that's there. Pretty amazing. I went out there last night and watched the JV play, and you know, I walked out there and thought, "This is like a minor league field, oh, sunken man. in dugouts." I mean, really? they did it right. It, wow. it is nice, and those kids are very, you know, spoiled basically, yeah. but blessed <laughs> to have a field that's, that way. I mean, they build it right out there, and it'll be nice that. Um, kids get a play on that yeah that's that's unreal let's let's talk about umpires real quick now you guys i'm sure you don't in each age group but do you have two licensed officials or do you have volunteers that do the bases or so in our 10u and 12u baseball and our 12u softball we most of the time we have Two licensed officials. Um, Adam Perkins does a lot of our games, and Joe Wallace, which has mm-hmm. been around forever. Yep. Um, those are two, and we have a few more guys that um, come out there. Tim Becker um, comes out and does some games, too. Now, on our 9U softball coaches pitch and our 8U baseball, we usually have high school kids. Okay. Um, you know, and it's usually just one of them on the field. I mean, we tell our coaches, like, look, you know, right. it's yep. 8U baseball. It's mm-hmm. 9U softball. Like, let's keep our head here a little bit. You right. know, no one's getting a college scholarship from this game. So. You're right. You're right. And that's. Um, you know, and you still have coaches that get upset. And, you know, because they're going to miss calls. My son did it last year uh-huh. a lot. And, yep. you know, there were some coaches that got mad at him. And he learned. I mean, he knew the game of baseball. But right. he learned. I kept having to tell him, like, hey, you got to get out there and be a little more vocal. Uh-huh. You got to do this. And, yep. you know, and that's the only way you get umpires. Also is to try to get those kids out, you know, that are high school that aren't doing anything. Mm -hmm. Because if not, no, you know, I'm 42. Do I want to go stand and make $20 or 25 bucks on an 8U baseball game? Uh No, because I'm, you know, I don't really care. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got more important things to do. I don't have time to do that. So. But a kid, you know, if you want to tell him, hey, you're going to come out and make 40, 50 bucks tonight for doing two games, you don't have to do a lot. Maybe take a little abuse. Right. You can get some kids out there. Yeah, Um, you can. But, yes, we try to, and we've always talked about that, too. Like, you do have to pay your officials well because, I mean, it kind of goes back to travel ball. If Uh those guys can drive to Westfield and make $100 a game now because they are begging for umpires Uh down there, and they can make just tons of money going down there. So if you don't pay them well here, they're not going to be here. Yep, and you're right, and that's – that's sad. It's it really is, but, but but it sounds like you guys got a couple that you can count on. Yep, and that's and the only reason you can count on them is because you treat them right. Correct, and you're, you're right. Whether it's paying them more, or, yeah, you know, and that's give them that free concession food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, they love that. Yes, <laughs> they love that. Um, I want to switch gears here and 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 delve into your profession. How much does liability? <laughs> how much does that play into you sports nowadays? Um, I mean, I worry about more, you know, you hear all the things where 
you hate to say it, but like the sexual molestation, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, you, you have to be careful of that stuff anymore. I mean, it's sad yeah. to say where, you know, you never had to think about that. I feel like when I was younger, even, you know, and, mm-hmm. but that's more and more. And so that's always a concern with the liability part, especially, um, you know, I don't worry about it. I don't think as much as a kid getting hurt. Um, I don't think about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even being an insurance agent, <laughs> you know, out there, because I feel like you hope they have medical insurance. You hope, but I know as Oak Hill, we have a, we have a policy. So, you know, they're covered if something happens. Right. But, um, you know, I think our facilities run well enough. We're on school grounds also. So that mm-hmm. kind of makes me think like, well, you know, the school's got a policy. So <laughs> true. That's true. But, but yes, um, I mean, it's always concern out there, you know, to make sure. And, you know, again, we've been lucky. I mean, we've had a few fans we've had to throw out before, but not a lot. You know, we haven't had a lot of conflict every once in a while. And, I, you know, I feel like we're lucky because you hear all the time, there was a fight that broke out, you know, Mm -hmm. and this and that, whether it's kids or umpires or parents or whatever, no matter what sport it is, it's crazy. And, And people love to hit that record button. And then plastered all over social media. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to get caught on that. <laughs> well, that's what I try to tell all these kids that I work with. I'm like, whatever you do, somebody's recorded it somewhere, wherever you're at. They're... So, you know, you can't. I'm glad there wasn't cell phones when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> me too. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm so old. We had the party line. Oh. <laughs> somebody else is talking. You're trying to talk somebody. Or <laughs> nice. You got one phone in the dining room. And mom's and mom's sitting there, and your girlfriend calls, and you're like, oh, man. We didn't get <laughs> called waiting. That very far. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get called waiting until I was a senior in high school. So, yeah. But, yeah, everybody with a cell phone. Um, I mean, i seen um, – a video with Trent Dilfer. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Where he's uh, throwing out one of his players, and he's just—they're. I mean, he's—he's he's giving him an earful, but somebody quickly pulled that phone out and recorded it. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an incident at Lincoln Field where a parent ran out there and shoved an umpire last year. Wow. Yep. It's yeah. on video. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, somebody's. It's like a, it's like a six gun, man. They pull that out of the holster and boom, yep, hit record. Um, but the, going back to the insurance is because I, I I try to tell people, you know, because earlier we were talking about football. Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, twenty four dollars, but some organizations don't pass that pass that buck on to um, the parent who's paying registration. Like I said, uh, in our community, we charge 40 bucks. Well, there goes, you know, 55% of your registration fee. And, and then you got helmets and officials to pay and, and um, essentially losing money when it comes down to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and making sure those helmets that these kids are wearing are are up to snuff and, and it, 
how much does baseball and softball uh, hit on your financials? For our league? Yeah. Um, well, we're only ran by baseball and softball, our, our board. Um, I know Miss Cinewall, Mass and Grant, they have – it's a hole. They're running basketball, football, everything. Yep. Um, but, I mean, you know, our insurance um, isn't – Horrible for just the baseball side, but, you know, we've got a few extra things we cover. Um, we've got a bunker rake, things like that, that we add in there. But, um, you know, I mean, prices are outrageous. I mean, I just bought 12 dozen baseballs, <laughs> six dozen 11-inch softballs, and six dozen 12-inch softballs. And I I bet we spend over $2,000 for those. I mean, softballs are like 90-something yeah. a dozen. Uh-huh. Baseballs, I found them for like 65 a dozen. I thought that was a good deal. Man. You know, and I'm like, it's crazy. You know, the prices of stuff. I mean, you know, you're right. People don't think about what we spend, you know, because we buy those. We had to buy some new bases this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to buy the field turfist to keep the field up, to make mm-hmm. it look nice and, mm-hmm. you know, keep it from drowning out when we get rain. The field chalk, you know, that stuff, sometimes you can get donated, but not all the time. Right. Then you got, you know, ten or 12000 when you have 400 kids in uniforms that you're mm-hmm. buying. Um, you know, and all of a sudden, this registration money, hey, it looks great, and then it all goes right out because yep. then you have to buy concessions, you know, and, and people don't think about that. And, you know, we always think at our concessions, we need to make this much a night mm-hmm. because we're paying umpires. You know, yeah. umpires are going to cost us this. Workers in the concession are going to cost us this. This we got to make this at least. You know, in the concession just to pay for that. Um, you know, so you're not making a ton off concessions. No. But you know, people don't think about. It. They're like, oh, everybody was up. It was busy all night. Well, yeah, it goes right back out the back door mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the night. Yeah. So, yep. uh, umpires are very expensive. Yes, very. Uh, we're talking thousands of dollars by the end of the season. Absolutely, right? yeah. Well, you know, it's just like you said, baseballs and softballs. Man, the chalk. There's just like you said. There's so much behind the scenes that people don't understand. Yep. That you know, you know, we're we're not in it to make a profit. You know, no. we want these kids to have fun. Learn the game, whatever sport it is. And to keep it afloat for the kids. Yeah. And that's and at Oak Hill, those fields, you know, that you guys talked about that are nice, they took a mortgage out twelve years ago to build those. Really? We just paid off the last bill of that. So that was part of our registration every year paying mm-hmm. that. But we also had to get another loan during COVID to pay back registration. Oh man. So, you know, we have another year. It extended our loan one more year. Right. Um, you know, so we're paying that. You know, that, so there's an, thousands of dollars we're paying mm-hmm. every year for the last 12 years. You know, so we're hoping, and we've done a great job of, we have that, our tournament, the Oak Hill Classic mm-hmm. out there, and we're hoping to have a softball one this year, you know, and and we do well with that. That, that helps put our money back in our account right. to start the next year to be mm-hmm. able to buy those things because it is a revolving door. Cause you know, I was talking with someone the other day, basketball, 
you know, our, our head basketball coach runs our youth league out there. He's not buying basketballs every year. He's not having to buy chalk or paint to right. do the, mm-hmm. you know, to do the court. Yep. Yep. You know, he buys uniforms for the kids. They get a reversible jersey, and that's great. And he doesn't charge as much as us, but it's not far off of us. And I'm like, yep. but we're paying. And he's not paying officials because it's the high school basketball team officiating mm-hmm. these games. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, we're paying umpires, baseballs, chalk. <laughs> you know, oh, we're buying gas to take care of the fields. It's it's a revol- you know baseball is probably the most expensive sport. I mean football when you have to buy equipment right. that that yep. is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know when it comes down to as much stuff you have to do, baseball you pro in softball you have to buy probably the most of ev- any sport. Well, and that's what what's sad about some of these these high school games you go to. You know, oh, make sure you bring that foul ball back. <laughs> okay, you go get a foul ball and you're taking it back. You're looking at this ball and it's like. That ball should have all kinds of moving on when that pitcher throws that ball with me scuffs are on this thing. Mm-hmm. But they just reuse them over and over. Which, But I'm, I'm sure there's a budget for whatever they buy every year. and It's just, I don't know. Financially, it's, it's, it's not like we're Westfield or Noblesville. We can buy it. We can build a $2 million Oh my gosh! F- uh, facility with they make with, two million dollars in a weekend with with, oh with, with, with four hotels across fees the street. And parents you know, paying. you know, you got your four hotels right across the street, and yeah, it's but that's and I know a lot of that. You know, they get big donors down there. I mean, I know the Colts and the Pacers and people like that. As long as you name it, our facility, yeah, you know, that hadn't hadn't come this way yet. Yeah, I'm waiting. It's, <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of these days be garage talk. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> we were hoping to have. We were hoping to steal some of that. Um, we were hoping the school would just give us the rest of the turf from the new baseball oh, field man. out there. And we were thinking we've got enough farmers that could come in, scrape our infield oh, for our one diamond where the um, the little league boys play, uh-huh. and then just turf it. Yeah. And then we're like, you know what? Then you have three fields for softball also because we'll put a portable mound on that. Uh-huh. And, yep. You know, but they didn't want to give it up. And I don't know how much was left either. But it was like, that was our dream. We're like, oh, hey, man, man. <laughs> if we can get this, maintenance is going to come a lot easier right. on this field. <laughs> Little League feels a little bit smaller than high school fields. So we don't need that much turf. That's right. <laughs> we're not doing the whole field. Just yeah. give us the infield. That's all we need. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be the sweetest rec league field around. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever uh, been out to Westfield? Yeah. It, it's a little crazy out there. Yeah. <laughs> D, we went to watch my Colts in training camp out there, and I was like, oh, my. D's like, you're not at Disneyland. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. This is wonderful. <laughs> it was just Mesmerizing. Oh yeah. Well, how many roundabouts did Jeff go through? Oh my! <laughs> I'm glad they haven't come. I'm not the smartest man, Ted. It took me a minute to catch on to a roundabout. Yeah, you see a lot of golf carts in Gas City just doing circles around those roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I did see that today. Somebody posted that on Facebook. She said, "I hated roundabouts in a car," but she said they're worse when you're in Florida on a golf cart. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no, it's – so 
what percentage of your kids do you think play travel ball as well as your rec league? Um, I don't know the softball side because I'm not involved in that as much as my daughter's only four, so mm-hmm. uh, that'll be around the corner. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I know we have a lot on more on the softball than baseball. Um, but I will say it has grown, I bet, 5 to 10%, you really? know, at least on the baseball side and maybe a little higher on the softball side. Um, and we decided last year when we came back from the year off from COVID that we're not going to do weekends mm-hmm. um, unless needed. And that helped. I mean, we had kids that said, oh, well, then I will play rec league, you know. Yep. Um, because they're like, I, it's not fair to my team if I miss a Saturday or whatever. Right. And, you know, you try to tell those people, like, look, we understand, you know, that you're doing that, and that's first priority. That's a lot of money. Um, so, you know, we, we didn't play on a Saturday except for our tournament. last mm-hmm. The last day of our tournament championship games and maybe another game or two that had to be played. Um, but it, it worked out great, you know, and we're doing it again this year. Like, we play Monday through Friday. We build them in for the couple at the end on the Saturdays if we yep. need to for rainouts, mm-hmm. and but otherwise we don't play. So it allows those travel ball kids to still play. Right, that, that's good. I mean, that's when well, you can work around that because, like I said, you know a lot of these communities have problems getting their numbers up because too many don't want to play travel ball, and but the rec leagues are playing on Saturdays. I had a few guys that I had coached against in all stars or new from other communities that. Said, well, this is last year. We'll be in, you know, town and country baseball. Like everybody wants to do just a travel team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're taking their kids and making a travel team and mm-hmm. playing other, you know, in travel tournaments or other schools, whatever. Yep. And, you know, and it's like you're sad to see it. But, you know, and then you talk to them and like, well, we only had three teams in our rec league this year, you know, yeah. and because know. it's just so many kids have uh-huh. gone to that. That's rough. That's, yeah, I've, I've been a part of uh, an organization that, you know, we had to reach out to other rec leagues in the county to find our kids' games. And it, it's, you know, it's disheartening because it's a double-edged sword, man. You, you know, there's families that, I mean, they're barely scraping up enough for registration fees. And now we're asking them to drive, you know. And it's not very far, but what what's far to you and I is – different than somebody else who's Absolutely. you know and and we also have the other side where we don't want to just play if we only have three teams playing each other constantly um it, it's it it's rough and it sounds like you have a uh a, a, a great number of teams over there and i can only imagine the scheduling that you've got to sit down and go through practice scheduling, game scheduling. I'll give our vice president, Brant Lynch. He is our, um, he works for the school in the um, technology Mm -hmm. side of it. And he started our website that does all registration online. Like the first year we did it, we were like, okay, we'll have one day where you can still come in. Just kind of that transition. Right. Um, And then we went to, there is no day. Like, if you need help, let us know. We'll, we'll try to figure out and help you out mm-hmm. to get signed up. He also, because of the website and the program, he does all the scheduling where he can basically say, 
he knows I'm coaching a 10U and 12U. They're on different nights, but I'm helping with the T-ball team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can just put that into the scheduling, and it will make sure there's no conflicts. Wow. It's phenomenal. He can block out dates on T-ball because there's preschool graduations, you know. So he knows about the churches that have the preschools or whatever. Right. And he'll say, okay, this date, this date, this date. T-ball cannot play because we'll we'll lose half our league, you know, and we don't mm-hmm. want parents to miss those, and we don't want to miss games. So we just black them out, and it's great. I mean, he, he f- did this with our soccer, our youth soccer, because um, he helps with that. And then he took it over to the baseball side, and he spent a lot of hours, and he does a lot of hours on that. But he does a phenomenal job because it was paper, pencil, mm-hmm. you know, trying yeah, to <laughs> make sure you don't screw it up, make yeah. sure you get yeah. everybody plays everybody and all that. So Keeping track of that is, is an, it's, it's an it's incredible hard. task. Yes. And, and, by, and now with – keeping records and all that you know your scores for when you do the tournament for your seating mm-hmm. we just write it down in uh, on a sheet at the end of the night the coaches do and then he takes a sheet at the end of the week puts it into the computer does it all for us wow so it, it's it's a great website that he has um found and developed so you got an it guy yes that's exactly and that's why he's on the board i mean he he essentially joined our board he goes you know i I don't know how to take care of a field. He goes, don't ask me that. But, he, you know, he put in the iPads in the concession stand so we can take, you know, chips and cards yeah. and all that. And oh, he, wow. he does the website. And, he, I mean, he's like, I'll do any of that stuff for you. I'll get us, you know, Internet out here. Wow. He did the point of sale. Yeah, absolutely. That, 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 kinds of, that, that right there is a huge, huge mm-hmm. uh, key factor because – uh, some of that stuff is automatically put in, so they don't have to do any calculation. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I'm not because you know some kids don't know how to count back change, right? Uh-huh. And they look like uh, a deer in headlights <laughs> when when somebody says, "Give me uh, four cokes, three <laughs> hot dogs with cheese." Yep. Da, 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 and they're not computing it now. I, I'm sure it's probably got a picture. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, like, we have that out there at a youth league. Wow, oh, man. But our high school, you yeah. know, I've helped in the concessions <laughs> for basketball or, you know, track season this year. And it's like, there's still a sheet and you still got to do the math in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Keep as up. a youth league, we have this. Why can't the high school get it? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, maybe they might hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Help you out on yeah. that end. So it, it, but yes, he does a phenomenal job. Like if we didn't have him on our board, um, we would probably still be the paper registration, you know, and putting people, someone doing a spreadsheet and yep. all that. And it, I know, it makes it hard. Yeah. I know a lot of leagues that use uh league apps. Yep. Our, ours is game changer. It runs through game changer actually. Um, it, yeah. it's, it was through, I think Dick's originally or something. Yeah. And, and, but yeah, it's, now through Game Changer, and it, it it's great because I can just click on my app, pull up my game, and it goes right into it, and that's my scorebook instantly for Game Changer. Man. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can just – I get to the field, sweet. I can just pull my phone up, and boom, I'm doing my book right there. I don't have to – Now, know. can the parents see it? If I am live, mm-hmm. um, yes, they can. Yep. So um, it just depends if you have – 
you know, if I make it live, they can do it. It kept kicking me out last year, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I may try it again this year, but mm-hmm. yes, because um, I know our high school uses Game Changer, and they, mm-hmm. you know, parents will sit there and watch the, if they're not at their game, you know, because they're at their youth, their other kids' game somewhere. Yep. Yeah. It's- <laughs> so it's, it's a phenomenal app. I love Game Changer. I've used it for, I bet, five, six years at least, and that's been my book, and it, and oh, honestly, okay. it pay you pay like I will pay for like three or four months. It's like seven ninety nine, and I can go look at my stats for my Shit. kids. So I can you know, and I don't care about stats like at this age, right? But I will look at the pitching stats and see. Well, I've kind of pitched this kid more than I, he's throwing too many pitches, in my opinion. Let's mm-hmm. take a week off. Yep. You know, I don't want to ruin a ten year old or a twelve year old kid's arm. You know, at this age, because I was that kid. I mean, I pitched when I was nine. Till I was a senior in high school mm-hmm. and never stopped, and my arm hurts <laughs> all the time. That's you know, <laughs> when I throw, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, it allows me to look at those things too. You know, or even if it's like, oh, this kid's really on fire. I did't even realize, you know, he's batting five hundred. I like, whoa, you know, uh-huh. you know, you can look at those things, and it costs me, you know, maybe thirty dollars for the summer, and yeah. then I just mm-hmm. turn it off. Yep. And yeah. here in like in cancel, a week, I will actually I need it reminds me because I need to go get that this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to be prepared for yeah. That, for Monday. <laughs> How many times did I change my schedule this year? Yeah. Well, part of it was I I got COVID the day before <laughs> the season was supposed to start. Yeah, yeah. That. But then then we had issues. You know, well the the junior high needs to use a gym or yeah. But, I'll tell you what, COVID was a big wet blanket on youth sports. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was. You know, and I think, like, I feel like last year our numbers were kind of on par, but maybe a little down because I think you still had people that were scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, now it's like, okay, we're good. And I think that's why our numbers are up where people are back to, I'm tired of being at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is. My kid that... needs to do something. And that's like something Conrad and I talk a lot about now because, you know, there, there's so much mental health seems, seems to be a big issue right now. And you, you see these kids and we don't know what's going on at home or what's going on at school. And baseball practice, baseball game might, might be their best hour or two of the week. Absolutely. And, you know, that's where we want coaches. And it sounds like you and all your guys are on board with that. You know, let's – that's where we socialize these kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes the only socializing yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and, and COVID just shut that right down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut that right down. And, and, you know, for us, we had to cancel our season that year yeah. because we were on school ground. Yep. yep. That yep. was what killed us. Uh-huh. Yeah. We had to. Uh, because, no fans. Yeah. Because yep. Gas City was, or the parks were on a, a city property. So. Yep. And then. Uh, we had to do the whole, oh, my gosh, you know, it, it, it's hard to ask people to leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. There for a while, it was, uh, I, I believe we did uh, immediate home, parents mm-hmm. only. Yep. Well, some people are single parents, and they've got four kids. Yeah. And to turn them away, it was like, I, I don't, I really don't want to, lady, but we... This is not our facility. We've got to follow those rules. Um, if we want to, these kids to have a season, this is something that we all have to do. Uh, 
thank goodness our 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 school system allowed us to uh, uh, live stream the games through mm-hmm. their tribe TV because uh, a lot of parents wouldn't have been able to see, you know, or grandparents. Their grandparents, they're, they're big about seeing yeah. their grandkids play. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So uh, I think it's about time for Ted's little segment. Oh yeah, we got we got what we call rapid fire. Uh oh. I'm going to throw some, <laughs> throw some questions at you. You just answer as quick as you can. Okay. And we'll go from there. I won't promise anything. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, the only thing we don't do on this show is we don't talk politics. So. No, no politics. Perfect. <laughs> and we try. So far, we've done really good on not dropping any F-bombs. Well, I don't know. I did hear a couple of your beer cans crack open. Um, <laughs> those were soda cans. <laughs> Diet Coke, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually snowdrift melt. So. All right, let's go with number one. Burger, brat, or a hot dog? Burger. Okay. Beer or soda? Beer. <laughs> okay, who was your favorite athlete growing up? Any sport? Um, Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey Jr. I knew it. I, I knew it. it. He I looks like, like a Ken Griffey guy. <laughs> I'm a lefty, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't nobody better than him, I'm telling you. I don't care. Bo Jackson. Well, yeah, if, if Griffey wouldn't have been hurt so much. Yeah. I love Barry Sanders, too. He retired oh, way too man. early. Yeah, he did. He did. But All right, let's see. No, it don't matter whether it's Oak Hill, Marion, wherever. Who, who's somebody that you consider a pillar of the communities around here? Somebody you admire, respect, look up to? A person? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Greg Tonigal. Okay. He's yeah, a good that's... friend of mine, and um, I've gotten to know him over the few years because our kids are, have um, grown up together, mm-hmm. and he's a phenomenal guy. He is. He is. Yes. Yes. All right. What's your favorite sport to watch? Whether it's on TV. Football. Okay. Colts? Uh, I love the Colts. Mm-hmm. I am a Colts fan, but... College football is probably yeah, my favorite. That, there you go. That's me too. Me <laughs> too. Like, like it don't matter who's it's playing. Still, it's still a pure game, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Speaking of that, talking college sports, did you see that junior college game the other day where a dude hit a home run and a pitcher tackled him when he went around I did. third base? It was a heck of a tackle, uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet the football coaches were putting him. <laughs> That was crazy because I saw that, and then a minor league game. Yeah, the minor league game when they the the (sighs) guy came out and punched the. They went in a fight because he got hit or something. I was like, really? Oh man! (laughs) Same night. Wow, that's crazy. And 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 people wonder what's wrong with our youth athletes these days. (laughs) You know what are you showing on TV? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. So we're at the point in our uh, in our episode where we got to. Thanks some sponsors. Uh, we would like to thank uh, Beast Prince. That they got me some nice drip. Yes, they did. Ted, Ted some nice drip. Look good. I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack because my daughter uh, heard me say the word cap. <laughs> and she was like, you're too old to use those terms, Dad. Well, what's drip mean? <laughs> <laughs> my flex, man. This is my biggest flex. And I got our garage talk on my shirt. And... Uh, and our uh, cold beverages were brought to us by. Onan Construction Group for all your exterior home improvement needs. Specializing in roofing, siding, and gutters. Get a professional, quality job done at a competitive price. For a free estimate, call Trevor at 
or go to mononconstructiongroup.com. You've tried the rest, now call the best. Monon Construction Group, LLC. Well, we want to say we appreciate everybody who, who uh, sits down and takes time to listen to some talk, stream, podcast. Uh, I hope everybody's real understanding that we are doing this out of a garage. Yeah. That's, that's why it's called Garage Talk. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you like it? Uh, th- this came about, this probably took, what, a year and a half? Me and yeah. Ted, at first I think it started off as a joke. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then one day we were out here enjoying some cold beverages and, and said, I'm telling you right now, man, we could have four-hour talks. Uh, we could. We could. We talk about everything under the sun from sports to you know movies and well mainly sports but (laughs) (laughs) but you know we 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 care about our communities and we love to see people like you come on and 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 who who cares about their community and 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 does some things for the kids in their community so we appreciate everybody and and uh thank you for tuning in nick roth Thank you for being on. Yes. Very, Thanks for having very me. Very much I appreciate it. That's, that's, that's our goal. We want to get everybody, yep. every school in the county, we want to get them on. You know, anybody wants to come on, you know, send us an email. Yeah. You know, we, we're, we're good for that. Yeah. Anybody wants to sponsor, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah. hey. Like I said, we're not, Yeah. no politics. It's going to be basically sports. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll. Throw out a shout out for small businesses. Yep, definitely. Anybody like that? But yeah, Nick, thank you so much for yep. coming on. Thanks, it was a man. great time, and yeah, it's great to hear different opinions, different stories, and everybody have a good weekend. Yep, see y'all. Bye.